0: Hey everyone, I just want to make a quick note before we actually get into the episode. I was listening to it this morning, which is Saturday, in case you're curious, and realized that I actually incorrectly referred to the lyrics of Faith of the Heart as being, It's been a long road getting from here to there when it's actually it's been a long road getting from there to here so in my analogy what i'm talking about the struggle that we as humans are going through to get to the future i refer to the present as being here and the future as being there when it actually should be reversed so the present that i'm referring to is there and the future of the 22nd century is here i hope that's not too confusing I just wanted to clarify that as I do reverse the two in the actual episode. Thank you so much, and now on to the show. Hello, fellow Trekkies. Welcome back to another episode of Yelling About Star Trek. My name is Christian Fox, and this is the show where I yell at you about all things Star Trek for your amusement, so I'm not yelling at my friends and family who don't want to hear my thoughts and theories on this fantastic franchise. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite series in Star Trek, and perhaps one of the most underrated series in the Star Trek universe, and that is Star Trek Enterprise and explain why I think that the Star Trek Enterprise opening theme is truly amazing, even though it's very, very divisive. But before I get into why I love it so much, make sure you get out of your space pajamas, put on your Shining spare boots, get a cup of coffee, get a cup of tea, maybe some iced tea if you want to pull the archer maneuver, and brace for impact because things are about to get nerdy. Star Trek Enterprise has a lot of great qualities. I love the fact that it's a prequel series that explains how Star Trek became to be Star Trek. I also love that it's sort of a sequel to First Contact. I love the character development, especially in Season 3, which I have talked about in the past and will likely talk about again in the future. And just overall, I think it's a really great series. But one of the things I love about it is the opening theme, and that, of course, is the song, Faith of the Heart. And I know when Enterprise debuted in 2001, people were not pleased with it. Main reason being that it was the first Star Trek theme song with lyrics in it, which people kind of thought were cheesy, and it was a pop song, so it was very commercial and just rubbed people the wrong way because they didn't feel it felt like Star Trek. And this is going to make me sound really young, but I was in grade four when... Star Trek Enterprise debuted in 2001, so I was very much in my ways like other Trekkies, and I was like, this does not feel like Star Trek, this sounds crazy, I can't believe there are lyrics here, because everybody knows there are no lyrics in the theme songs, because everybody, and you know, and this is going to make me sound very young, but, I was in the fourth grade when Enterprise debuted, and even though I was pretty young, I was very much set in my Star Trek ways and had a very strong idea about what Star Trek should be, much like I do right now. And as a kid, I did not like the theme, as with everyone else, because it didn't feel like Star Trek. I knew that all opening themes for Star Trek shows had no lyrics, and this one should not. I also didn't love the series. For a long time, and I talked about this in another episode, as I keep referring to, where I basically admit to not really loving Enterprise until 2013, until I was able to sit down and watch the entire series from the beginning and really appreciate what it had to offer, especially season three, which I keep harping on, and I can't say enough about how great season three is. So it was during that time that it grew on me. I started to like the theme song. And now I'm of the opinion that not only is it amazing, but it is maybe arguably the most Star Trek theme ever, just because of the message, the lyrics, and the imagery that we see in the theme. So as you know, the theme song for Enterprise is Faith of the Heart. And the lyrics are, I'm not going to sing the whole song, But the two parts that I think really are the most notable and really speak to Star Trek are one, the opening line. It's been a long road getting from there to here. And also as I've got faith of the heart and I'm going, well, my heart will take me again. Not a great singer. (laughs) I can't do it. And if you made it this far, I applaud you. But you also have my sincerest sympathies. And what I think is so powerful, like especially about those opening lines, it's been a long road getting from here to there. And that, to me, speaks to the very heart of what Star Trek is all about. And yes, Star Trek is all about exploration and about technology and about resolving conflict with alien races in a positive way. But what it's really about is the belief that we as humans would be able to get from here, where we are currently, which is just a horrible place in time, where hate is rampant. COVID is causing a lot of problems. People are racist. People are sexist. It's not going away. It's getting better, but it's not going away. So this right now is the long road. And the belief is that we will go from the long road, which is right here, to there, which is the hunky-dory 22nd century, where things are awesome. You've got No poverty, disease, war, anything. And that to me is what it's all about. This belief that we will be able to get there through a lot of hard work and determination and continuously trying to improve ourselves and acknowledge what is going on, have really tough conversations about what's happening. For example, in Canada, one of our biggest things is that we have a history of colonization. We have the residential schools which have traumatized children and families for generations. Whole people have been put into these schools and have been told that that their beliefs, that their culture is not valid, that they should only be speaking English and they should only be valuing our culture and our ways and our religion. And we did this for decades. And the last residential school, which sounds like a thing of the past, which sounds like something that you would see in the 60s, not the present day, was open as late as 1996. To put that in perspective, that closed the same year that First Contact came out. So we as Canadians are grappling with how do we deal with this legacy when we ourselves, like people alive right now, aren't the ones that were causing this aren't the ones that were the teachers, and maybe some of the teachers and some of the people that ran the schools are still alive today, but for the most part, we are not really responsible for it. We did not colonize Canada, and we did not bring the smallpox to our First Nations and cause this disease and cause them to all die because of it. We didn't do any of that, but how do we as, as Canadians grapple with that legacy and how do we move forward. And one of the things we get to do, I think, is have conversations. And this is getting a lot more political than what I intended, but we have a lot of work to do. And that goes for the rest of the world. Everybody has their problems. Every culture has their problems. Every country has horrible things that they're dealing with and that we're all working through. But Star Trek says, hey, This is a long road. This is going to take a lot of work, but eventually we are going to get to the Star Trek era. We are going to get to the 22nd century. We are going to get to the 23rd century, 24th century, where racism is no more. Yes, there's racism with other alien races, but there's no racism on Earth. There's no hunger. There's no disease. There's no wars, I keep saying. And heck, we might even get some really uncomfortable uniforms But the belief that we will get there eventually through a lot of hard work, I think, is so fundamental to Star Trek, and it's so eloquently expressed in Faith of the Heart. And the other segment, Faith of the Heart, I'm going where my heart will take me. It's you have to believe that we will get there. You have to have that belief, because if we don't believe that it's possible, we'll never ever really strive to do it. And Star Trek is all about the belief in getting better, not only the desire, but the belief and the faith that it will happen and that we can achieve it. So I think Faith of the Heart, so, so incredible from a lyrical perspective. I was researching it for this podcast, and I did not realize it was actually originally made for Patch Adams, which is a very positive movie and has a strong message. And it's somewhat strange to be like, okay, there's a pop song that was used for something else that was re-recorded for Star Trek, and that is a weird concept. But when you look at the lyric, but when you listen to the lyrics and think about the message behind Faith of the Heart, I think it's so great for what Star Trek is all about and really speaks to the importance of Trek and the fundamental principle of getting from here to there. And that's just from the lyrics. The other aspect of the opening theme that I want to mention are the visuals, the images that we get to see in the opening credits. And typically, it's always been credits that feature the main ship or in the case of DS9, the station. So it would just be really cool imagery showing us the lead ship and showing us where we would be spending most of our time as the viewer, which those have all been great. And those do a really good job. But what I love about enterprise is that the main theme of enterprise in a lot of ways is not only how humans have evolved and gotten to a place where they no longer have the same issues that we have today and they that they have overcome all of our challenges is the fact that their technology has also improved. As I mentioned earlier, Star Trek is really great for its technology, and that's one of its main features. That it's the future. You've got replicators. You've got warp drive, transporters, all these really wonderful things. And Enterprise, as a series, I think did a great job of showing us our own primitive technology and showing how that technology would evolve into something that resembles the technology that we see in later Trek. And they did a brilliant job of that. And the imagery that we see as the viewer in the opening credits really does a wonderful job of conveying that by showing us all of these old exploration vessels. We get to see the Enterprise as a sailing ship. Our most primitive form of exploration and transportation. We see the Wright brothers. We see the first airplanes. We see we see the Enterprise shuttle, which is our contemporary. And then eventually we see a more futuristic ship that I still can't figure out what that ship is. And I've tried to find the answer as to what that is that flies over the moon. Haven't been able to find that. And then it cuts to the NX One warping out. And that's it. That is the end of the credits. So I think to me, the fact that it's detailing our scientific improvements and our improvements in aerospace and space travel and exploration speaks to the other aspect that I think Star Trek is all about, which is technology and how we as humans are able to keep building on technology and research new technology to eventually get to a point where we can hopefully one day explore the universe much in the same way that Star Trek does. And maybe with some awful spandex Hopefully not, although I do like some of the uniforms, which I will talk about later. But to me, the lyrics and the message behind the opening theme and the imagery of the opening theme make Enterprise a really, really strong Star Trek opening theme. And now let's move into this week's edition of, wait, what did you say? And for this week, because we've been talking about Enterprise, it would make sense to take some techno bible from that series. But I thought it would be interesting to take Technobabble that sounds like Trek that we're used to, but is actually incredibly evil. So this dialogue comes from the episode In a Mirror Darkly, Part 1. And that is the episode, as you might remember, the one that takes place entirely in the Mirror universe, and we get to see Archer and the rest of the gang acting evil, running around, yelling at people, saying racist things, and just... Being evil. It's a lot of fun. I love the episode and highly recommend it. And the dialogue actually comes from the first scene in the episode in which Dr. Phlox and Reed are explaining the wonders of the Agony booth and really trying to sell the idea that the Agony booth is the superior way of torturing their crewmates, which is awful, but it's fun to watch because they're so evil and watching actors that are typically. Good guys play evil, just never gets old in my opinion. Before I continue, I should say, some of this dialogue is from Malcolm, who has a British accent, which I cannot do a British accent, so I will not attempt it. So here it is. The booth will be far more effective than our previous disciplinary method. It can simulate the pain center of virtually any humanoid. A synaptic scan calibrates it for each species. They call this progress. There's something to be said for good old-fashioned flogging. Well, that's what's so exceptional about this device. Traditional forms of punishment can overwhelm the nervous system. After time, the brain ceases to feel anything. These sensors continually shift the stimulation from one nerve cluster to another, keeping the subject in a constant state of agony. I think you enjoy your work too much, doctor. What exactly did Mr. Turev do? I'm not certain. I suspect he was late for his duty shift. Aren't all tellerites guilty of something? Now, I, I love this this dialogue because it has all of your classic techno babble even flocks when he's delivering this sounds like regular flocks giving techno babble but he's just being so evil he's like ah yes this is such a brilliant thing because well it will keep torturing someone for a long period of time so they can be basically put in this booth and left there for hours on end without any you know negative impact to them not feeling pain. So you can basically torture someone for hours, even days or weeks if necessary, I think is what they're basically saying. So I love the fact that evil flocks sounds very similar to regular flocks, but it's just so evil and just saying really horrible things. I also love the pride that Reed has in how painful this device is and how you can torture someone for a very long time. It just is very brutal. And the other thing to note, this is the first time we've gotten an explanation as to how the agony booth actually works. We first saw the agony booth in Mirror Mirror, but there wasn't really an explanation as to how it worked and why it was painful. Just that, well, it had a light, sort of. And people would go in, they would screen. It looked futuristic, it looked cool, but there was no explanation as to how it actually works. So this episode finally does that, which is really cool for continuity. And again, we're not used to evil technobabble. Typically, if we get evil technobabble, we get it from the bad guys in the show who have technobabble. But even the bad guys don't generally use technobabble. Not that much. Not when you compare it to how much our heroes use it. In, in the shows, one exception I can think of where bad guys really do use a lot of Technobabble is in the TNG season seven episode Gambit when the mercenary crew is using Technobabble, which I've talked about before, but it's not as common. So it's just a lot of fun to hear evil people using evil Technobabble because they're evil and they're just having a lot of fun with it. And really, it's one of the classics from Enterprise And I'll be honest, before I sat down and watched all of Enterprise again in 2013, I would just rewatch Part 1 and Part 2 all the time to the point where I actually forgot what the Prime counterparts were like. Because I was just so used to seeing them as their evil characters. So that was always something a little bit odd. But again, I highly recommend In a Mirror Darkly Part 1 and Part 2. But what about you? Do you agree with me that the Enterprise opening theme is really that great and really does feel like Star Trek? Or do you think I'm totally off base? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Also, let me know what you liked and what you didn't like about the show, because my goal is to make a show that you enjoy listening to. And in the paraphrase words of Captain Kirk, I shall see you out there that away.